I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for January 16th through 20th. Shannon singing is early. <laughs> I was say, why are you singing so Shannon excited about the dates? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't think that we had any Port Charles pipelines. Oh, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Mindy. Okay. That we had done a 411 or a fan spotlight with. Yes. Currently listening to the recap episode from last week. First, barbecue chicken pizza with pineapple is amazing. You all have to try it sometime. Okay, I'll trust you. And second, Brad Meltzer is one of her favorite authors. And then she said that he had the show on the History Channel, which was decoded. But if you like historical myth busting, it's very interesting. That's actually how I found out about Brad Meltzer. Mm -hmm. And then I developed my nerd crush. And then I found out that he had books. And they're good. Okay. Mindy and I are bonding. And she dropped the ball and is a few weeks late on writing in her prediction. She likes the idea of Sasha and Cody. Heather and Ryan equal Esme explains everything. Can't wait for Luke to come back for the 60th anniversary because it's going to happen. (laughs) Maxie and Brad as new BFFs, but so sad that we had to lose Britt. And so glad that Liz and Fenn are done. Ooh. Yeah. So I think that that... I think that was the only one. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Chandra also wrote in and said, I love your podcast. I've been an iTunes subscriber for over a year. I hope I'm sending this the correct way. You did. We have like a little pop-up on our website too. You can either email us or there is a pop-up on the website that just winds up emailing us. So I'm listening to the podcast 405 that was posted on the 15th. Demetrius gave Esme the box of ornaments and lights for her tree. And I I don't think that we had talked about like we knew that that's where she had gotten the ornament from, but we were just expanding on 
But what if it was like a Cassidyne heirloom? Yes. And that's where he had gotten it from. So that, that is it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> and then Sarah, I just finished up y'all's last weekly update and laughed out loud, all caps, in the store about how psychotic Amanda got about the banana candy. <laughs> I'm the same way about mayonnaise and adjust judgment. <laughs> but I thought that was funny. And I have a Google update. Ugh. Amanda's beloved cherry was discontinued. Amanda and is disappointed in a lot of you. Been, but it has been 15 years since it was right. discontinued. It wasn't one of my favorite candies. I know, but so I given couldn't the option tell you. in that pack, that's what you would. So also good to know if you see one of those 25 cent machine things <laughs> and you still see the cherries in there, <laughs> they're old. But the banana is the most consistent. I think also with the strawberry heart has been around from day one and they sell whole bags of just the bananas, which means there's a lot of psychotic people out there. Correct. I might be uh, psychotic about my hate of bananas, but you people who love them. <laughs> are obviously pretty psychotic in your love because nobody needs a whole bag of candy I would, bananas. I would not want that, no. that I would not want that. I asked Ryan yesterday what his favorite one was, and he said that he hadn't had them in forever either, and then said he likes grape. And I was like, okay, as long as it's not banana, we're all good. But this engagement might have been called off. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not going to be the favorite at your wedding? No. Run no. I don't know if I can come then. Maybe just for you. I'll get together a whole thing so of bananas. No, I just said I don't want them. <laughs> In the 411 last week when we were talking the first round about Brit and Brad's friendship, we were talking about how one of the first times that we saw Perry Shen as Brad was when he was giving Michael and Kiki flack about being first cousins and everything. Mm -hmm. And we're trying not to get off on the storyline but it's also important to know that Kiki wound up not being his first cousin because Franco was not a quartermain. Right. So just wanted to go back and yeah. <laughs> All right. So Hulu headlines on Monday, Willow's in disbelief. Okay. No kidding. <laughs> I mean, on Tuesday, Michael is dismayed. Okay. On Wednesday, Heather evokes suspicion. Yeah. Thursday, Dex reassures Michael. Mm -hmm. And on Friday, Nicholas is shocked by Victor's actions. Is he really? But okay. that was my thought. I was like, are you really? Even if he's done something shocking, does it surprise you right. that he has done it? All right. Like, oh, no, Victor put in another evil plan. Although I did like that he called him out and was like, you keep saying that you have these plans and yet nothing is happening. Right. Like, step to it. Get it, the ball rolling if this is actually happening. Where do you want to start? All right. So obviously this week is about Nina. We don't usually talk about outside stuff, but I'm sure everyone has seen the not nice comments that were made. So I just want to clarify before I start talking about how much I hate Nina, that I'm very aware that Nina is a character yes. and that I do not hate Cynthia Watros because obviously she is portraying the character amazingly if I can have such an emotional response right correct so just before we get any comments because i i just wanted to make sure everyone's aware because yes this week i will also talk about how much i do not like nina because that's the running theme with her so i have no idea what comments were made i saw a response to it yes i do i'm all, i hate spoilers so i really right. do actively try not to read a lot of things especially if i haven't watched the episode yet for the day 
And right. then by the next day, I kind of just forget. And by the time I remember, the episode's already aired. So I'm like, yes. oh, shoot. Yes. But no, absolutely it- agree. And it's the same thing. I mean, we talk about it. This is why we have our reality check at the end. We actually had an excellent conversation about it with a cast member yes. on Thursday, whose interview we will be releasing in three, three weeks, weeks. Because this week, we're going to do uh, Brit and Brad Part 2, which will get us from 2014 through 18. Then Brit had a little bit of a break. They actually did both. They both had a break. Yeah. And came back in 2020. And that'll be week three. Yep. So, and then our interview Yay. will be the week after. So oh, such a good interview. Make sure that you listen to it. Yes. I know we say that about all of them, but I think this one may have been my favorite for real. I I think this was the only one that, no, I don't I don't know. They're all so different though. <laughs> That's true. That's true. They really are all so different because we actually talked to the person. Right. And not the character like exactly we, we did wind up it was very similar to with marcus how we did wind up talking about gh but right. not we got a lot of backstory beforehand but right like we didn't talk about gh yes it was the processes and things like that exactly so and then also the life behind the processes so mm-hmm. oh so good there's your little teaser yes but yes absolutely so i like can't I think said. of anyone <laughs> on hand of i hate the character but I mean, any time that we complain about a character, you know, right. we don't hate the actor. Yes. Yeah. I, again, just wanted to make it clear before I talk about, uh, I don't like Nina. And that's this week's theme also, because I feel like it was still all about her, all about her, all about her. Every time. Okay. So Monday's was Willow's Wilson in disbelief. Dismi- disbelief. disbelief. Okay. So Michael was dismayed. There you go. So Nina comes into the room. But that wasn't until t- Tuesday. Right. <laughs> Because they all didn't just run together. <laughs> um, Nina comes into the room to talk to Willow. Her whole composure has changed. Now she's like, oh my gosh, I'm your mother. I suddenly love you so much. And Willow's like, get out of my room. I can't stand you. I've never been able to stand you. I don't know what's going on, but why are you in my room? And Michael's, okay, hold on. Listen, she has something to tell you, blah, 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 blah. As soon as Willow says... I don't believe that. How did this information come about? I am so over it. Like, I do not like you still. Nina's like, but I understand how you must feel. I've gone through similar stuff. No, you haven't. You're still making the whole experience about how you feel about what was done to you. Yep. Not about how Willow is feeling in this moment, knowing that she has leukemia. She has to deliver her baby early. She's concerned about Wiley. And taking in this new information. Should have gone and gotten tested first. And then. Exactly. Biology shouldn't be what makes you a decent person. You should be a decent person no matter what. Exactly. And there are parents out there that would have behaved the way that Nina behaved anyway. Yes. So it's not like that's a magic fixer in the relationship. Right. And she instantly went to, I can't wait to tell stories to Wiley and this new baby and all about what she was going to get Mm -hmm. from this relationship. And that's why Willow responded and was like, okay, so you're going to go get tested. If you're a match, what do you want out of me? Like, Like, hi, I'm dying. Can you give me a minute here? Exactly. Can you go, can you go get tested? (laughs) Can you at least find out if you're even a match? I'll give Carly a lot of credit, though, because that was one of the first things she said. She's like, what are you doing? Like, why did you go see Willow first? Like, just go get tested. It takes two minutes to draw a vial of blood. You could have then gone and visited Willow while you waited for the answers if you really needed to do it right then. Yeah. But no, I 
you know, our friend Max gave me a little shout out this week. Like I need to pay better attention to Nina after watching the week. I stand by what I say even more because <gasps> she, you're she, fighting with Max. I am. I'm fighting. I'm not fighting with Max. I'm not going to fight with the child, but we're going to agree to disagree. <laughs> He's and, mature enough. And he has, he has a strong support system to help him through this. That is true. Where, as I said, I actually replied to him on Instagram, which I never do. So I actually said, we're just going to agree to disagree because after watching this week, I did not feel like Nina was caring and loving and whatever. I felt like she was even more so all about what this means for her. I did not like when Sunny told her that they hurt people because they love too much. That's not a thing. No, that's no. That's like that boy teasing you in elementary school he because only does he really it likes, he likes you. you. No, he's making fun of you because he likes you. That's right. not a thing anymore. No, that's that's a. It should have never actually been a thing. But it's a toxic idea that we're putting into people. No, right. I think that the truth is that we are able to. You let down your. So, like, I use my daughter a lot as an example because she's done a lot of behaviors that she would not do around other people, but I'm her safe place and I'm the one who gets because she knows she loves, like, I will love her no matter what. But that she's not trying to hurt me. Right. You know, and the people you love can cause you the most pain because you love them. But that's what Dex said this week to Joss whenever yeah. he was talking about how or they were talking about how mean Michael was being towards Carly. He said, well, your mom's like your safe place. So, yeah, she can lash out or he can lash out at Carly and know that she's never going to step away. Right. So, I mean, maybe that's what Sunny was saying is that it hurts the most when it's the people that we love. But that's because not then, like, how he... I have such a people pleaser complex that if I upset someone. I feel I get devastated. Yes. Because I don't like to make people that I love upset. Mm-hmm. I'm working on her with this, people. It's okay. <laughs> I don't like disappointing people. I know that I'm not perfect. It's fact of life. People get disappointed. They'll move on. It's okay. Okay. You don't got to internalize it so much. We're working on it. <sighs> with but some banana runs. No. <laughs> That's the one cure I will not give you. <laughs> what does it save my life? I'd hand would you a the, bag of banana I'd hand you the bag. Would you go buy it for me? I would go buy it for you, Sweet. but I would make you sit on the other side of the room as you ate them because I can't be by that nasty <laughs> banana smell and the runt's crunch. No. Anyway. I won't um, give you that the cherries were softer. Mm-hmm. Like, it is really a hard candy. It issue. is. Yeah. It is. So. But I did like that also Will didn't let everything go to begin with. Right. But I am upset about the fact that So if she had found out outside of essentially being on her deathbed, Mm -hmm. I don't think that Willow would have responded to Carly the same way that she did. I think that she told her that she forgave forgave her so that if she dies, that's, I think she made the choice. I have to forgive her right now because if this doesn't happen, like she just, she doesn't have time to deal with Carly's nonsense. You know, it's all right. You did this thing. It's, but I, I, mm-mm. I did like that she told her that it was not her place to keep the secret. Right. I feel like Willow's conversation with Carly was spot on. You shouldn't have kept it. I understand why you kept it. Wasn't really your place to decide for me, but this is where we are at the end of the day. I don't have time to go back and forth or whatever. This is where it is. I didn't like Michael accusing Carly of almost costing Willow her life. She didn't know. Right. 
uh, and I'm not defending her for keeping the secret because I would feel the same way Willow did of you needed to tell me and it was my choice if I wanted to reach out. Like maybe not tell me and Nina at the same time, tell me and then it's up to me if I want to reach out to Nina or not Yeah, and go from there. But she in no way knew that she was jeopardizing Willow's life. They chose to keep that secret. But also at one point, Willow did say, I want to find my family. But then she's also said repeatedly, I hope my mother isn't anything like Nina. I wouldn't want my mother if she was going to be someone like Nina. Yeah. I I would be torn. If I had that information. I would not have gone to the extent like she told Michael that. Right. You know, I would have been torn. Do I tell? Do I not? Do I, you know, save the life? What? Well, at the time, she didn't know that she was not saving the life, but should I, not have disrupted Drew's. I yes, exactly. Let I it agree. come out that way then, right? If it would have come out, then it it came out, and but, maybe let him be the only one that wound up knowing that she knew, which is still not okay. But she found like if was done. Yes, yes, exactly. No, if I had an important secret about your life knowing that the person that was also involved with someone that you hated i would have a hard time being like oh yeah by the way i found out you know that coworker that you can't stand that you hope moves to a different office is your long lost cousin or whatever this is just an example because i honestly cannot think of someone that i actually hate that much i don't think i really hate many people i don't think i hate many people either I don't but think i really hate anyone i just choose who Right, I choose who you is like. yes. I am more careful now who I let in because I have made mistakes in the past. Right. Yes. But if it was one of those people you've made a mistake in the past with that you would oh, now okay. like cut off and want nothing to do with. If I found out tomorrow that they were your long lost cousin or whatever, it would be hard for me I to I have tell a lot of that. them. There's a real good chance of that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> true. But it's just information that I wouldn't want. And then throw in the complication of Nina and Sunny. Yeah, she justified herself a little more than she should have. Yeah. Again, not saying it was right. Because. But I don't think it was quite as malicious as they're making it out to be either. Because she turned it. Nina said, you did this to me because of what you did to Sunny. But Nina did what she did to Carly regarding Sunny because of what Carly did with Nell. Right. So it kind of still stems back to. Yeah. Carly kept secret. Yes, that is true. If you take it but back then that she far. also did have that. Oh, I mean, we talked about this with Nell too, though. Do you tell the person whose daughter just died that that, that was, person your was your daughter? Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. See, I want Phyllis. I guess she's at least consistent in her errors. True. I want Phyllis to weigh in on all of this, though, because I still feel like she knows more than she's let on. Maybe she didn't know at the time that it was mm. happening. Like she wasn't part of. I'll take this baby. You take that baby. But I think she found out after the fact or whatever, because she was so shady anytime that she was around Harmony. I never picked up on that, but that so shady. I'll find some clips and send it to you. So shady, especially the last time they were talking about it. And she was like, oh, I have to go do something like totally excused herself from any part of the conversation. You could see she was uncomfortable. She knows something. Hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm looking convinced. For, no, like, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I have nothing on that. Right. I'm like, I'm intrigued. Yes. If that does, because I would love to have Phyllis come back and mm-hmm. be actually part of a storyline. That'd be awesome. So how about Michael, like, being friendly towards Sonny now? I love that he <laughs> immediately went and was like, can you just wait to be mad at mom? Like, just don't do it now. 
And but he instantly went back to being a son. Yes. But so. then Death right. shows up to see him and it's like, are we calling this off? Are we not right. calling this off? What's going on? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm just not sure where they're gonna where they're gonna go from there. Yeah. Why don't we track Carly's crimes though? Because Michael was rattling them off. <laughs> and I was like, wow. I did that not, should be a good I end of the year. I know that once you're an adult, it's different. But at the same time, I did not like the way he was talking to Carly. Like putting myself in the same. I know now that they've aged Michael up, our kids are different ages. But originally, Michael and my son were the same age. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if my son talked to me like that, I don't care what I did. Like, don't speak to me in that tone. That's a very unique situation. It is. It is. But, but mm-mm. I don't know how that would. I don't care if I hid your girlfriend's parents from her. Do not speak to me in that tone. I did not like that Sonny put it on Carly if Willow dies. Right. That, again, she didn't know. Right. She found out the same day after Sonny. Right. Sonny found out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how how Michael or anyone else is going to make it seem like Carly was malicious towards Willow because you can bring it back to Michael and Willow and say, why didn't you tell everyone that you were sick? Mm -hmm. If you would have done a bone marrow drive, like we said weeks ago, Nina probably would have gone and got tested just to pretend like she's a good person. Mm -hmm. And then it would have been known without any of this other stuff that she was a don't or a, a possible donor. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know if she's yeah. match yet. Oh yeah, that's right, because we didn't know that they do a follow-up test. Right. And that it's not instant results. Right. It's a possibility that she is the match. Yes. I love that TJ just like shut it down. He's yes. like, I'm not hearing this right now. Right now, what I need to do is test you to let's go try to say I didn't like that Nina said that she would not have fought so hard to see Wiley if she had known. Right. I don't think that's true. Mm-mm. I think she would have fought harder. Yeah. No, you shouldn't. One should have had nothing to do with the other. Right. If And I think that Willow is remembering that because she flat out said to Nina, listen, I don't care who you are. And if you, that affects you wanting to give me the bone marrow or not, that's on you. But just because you do this for me or now you are confirmed my biological mother does not mean that I forgive you instantly and we are going to have access. I still have no plans of doing anything with you. Yeah. Because you treated me not nice. Yes. What else happened in the hospital? Michael got mad at Carly saying because she didn't like Nina. Because Michael basically accused her of being the only person that didn't like Nina. Right. Right? Like that was the way that he said it. He's like, because you don't like her. No, Michael, you don't like her either. Exactly. Exactly. She was like, don't you remember our whole family dislikes Nina for what she's done? Like, weren't you the one that went to court with her? And Jocelyn was a good reminder of that when she was talking to Michael. She was like, I know you're mad at mom and I can't really say anything to tell you not to be mad at mom. But why don't you remember that we all really didn't like Nina, including Willow. So right, mom wasn't doing this to be a jerk. I did like Joss and Michael. Yes. That was sweet. Yes. But then Dex and Michael went and discussed the Pikeman group. And I mean, it's not 
the thing that I think is bothering me about that is not that Michael continued his plan or whatever it is. Dex has information about this group mm-hmm. that he has told Michael. It's not like Michael isn't now aware of right. the situation and it just happened. Dex is like, no, this is a really, really, really bad idea. Right. And Michael's like, go for it. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. I mean, at least give some pause. Right. To finding out. Be like, okay, well, maybe we don't go down that path. Maybe, right. Maybe we just start a competitive coffee company. I don't understand how Michael can be so mad at Carly for even if she was withholding this information because of her grudge against Nina, when he's standing out in the hallway talking father son, like to Sonny and then turning around and being like, Oh yeah, let's bring him down. Let's take him down. Let's do it. Double up. Yeah. How's it okay for you to do it, but not for your mom. Yeah. All right. I figure we don't want to go to the rest of decks just yet. Mm -mm. You want to go into your favorite? Mm -mm. Were you ready to punch I the TV? I was so on Anna's team, but she pulled that gun. I was like, yes. <laughs> I oh. thought of you. What was the woman's name? I did write it down. Renee, Renee. Levesque. Yes. Uh, when that Renee chick started all over Valentine, I was like, oh, Shannon might be punching her TV right now. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. I understand, like, the French, you know, do the double kiss, and that's fine. But that was a... I was going to say, that's not what she that did. That was a hell of a kiss. And she kept talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Yeah. Well, what would you do during the day? Well, you know what the French are good at. Right. All we know is kissing. <laughs> French kissing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to anything else. Please, for the love of God, do not message me if there is something else I am not aware of that is named after the French. But that is the only. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, I thought of one thing. Thought of one thing. Everyone can just love how innocent Shannon is. Oh, my heart. We don't want to think. We don't want to think of Valentine engaging in that. Either. No, no, so. no, 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 no. <laughs> anyway. Renee is double crossing them and going and giving information to Victor. Yeah. I was so mad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Back to my notes. At least they had a nice video of Paris, though. Like it was, they did. it was not. They did. It was not like just Holland like a, and how they had the yes. CGI. Yes. And then some kid had come in and starts telling them that some lady tried to hit his dad with a serving tray, and they both instantly knew that that was Lucy. Yes. Did I you know, know who the little boy was? No. That is Violet's older brother that they played in the Christmas story together. Oh, one of her older brothers, because another one right. of her older brothers was in Stranger Things. Yes. I wrote double crosser. Expert oh, on the catacombs. You. Double crosser. Yeah, I didn't like that description of the catacombs. I was like, oh, I really don't want to go down there now that you're just like. What did you think they were? I mean, I knew <laughs> that it was a panel, but they kept talking about like bomb 
places. And I was like, oh, that's scary. No, shh, don't go down there. <sighs> Just aren't gonna get, be able to get off that. I don't know what else the French do. <laughs> Oh man, I kind of wish you didn't realize it and let somebody message you. Why are you laughing, Amanda? I wasn't going to tell her. Not until after we were done recording, anyway. Okay. Darn that she figured it out. Speaking of Violet, Violet and Finn at the yeah yeah she's like Cameron, I miss you. That was Cam is such a good big yes. brother. He is such a good kid. Yes, and then she's he like, reminds me so much of my son. Yes, he really does. He really <laughs> maybe does. that's why I'm all like upset about it. Yeah, he really is. How Cam is with music and soccer is how my son is with art, though. Yeah. But exactly. the caring, the right, all that is very right. yeah. And I thought it was, I felt conflicted for Spencer because I felt like in one way he's trying to protect Cam from saying like maybe you need to realize something else might have gone on, but he didn't say it in the nicest way. And then Cameron finds out from Elizabeth that all this extra crap's going on mm -hmm. with joss's family and so of course he's gonna run to her right. to make sure that she's okay especially after she had just been there saying i would like to be friends yes and then you know, this so is hurting he, her right i like the way they played that out as a typical teen scene yeah like, that's how you would have been at yeah 19 after a breakup All um, awkward like that and she said that they've known each other since they were five oh that's because they're rewriting history and pretending like she's emma and she's not but they've also she's they've been Neither one of them has really been off screen. So right. pretty much like her entire life. Yeah. And even if we're making them the same age, then it would have been when they were both. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that annoyed me. She's not Emma. Oh, but Cam always working. That is exactly how I responded to breakups. <laughs> I'm sure that that shocks you. No, really? Yeah. <laughs> Throw yourself into work and mm -hmm. school. I just came from class. Now I have to work. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what I did. Yep. Yep. But then we got to see Finn try to awkwardly explain to Violet what him and Elizabeth not being together meant. And she's and going through his track record. Right. <laughs> she's like, so and she was so cute because he's like, remember, I was going to marry Anna. And then and she's like, you're marrying Anna Elizabeth. He's like, no, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm sorry. So I was happy that Liz came over and was like, no, um, Joss and Cameron aren't together anymore. Do you know what that means? Mm -hmm. And they could explain it that way. Yeah. That was really nice that both of them talked to her together. He was obviously fumbling, but so sweet because he really was trying to find the right word, the right way. Mm -hmm. And he's like, wow, I'm really bad at this. And she's like, yeah, daddy, you are. <laughs> and then Carolyn showed up. Oh yeah. So and that was it. Like that was just, nothing going on. Right. There. She just walks in so that you're like, oh my gosh, that's the mom. And then we're done. Yeah. I don't 
I could be done with that storyline. I don't know why we have to keep bringing them back. Unless they're bringing it back to actually be interesting. Uh, I doubt that. We'll see. You never know. They could have taken notes when we talked about Maybe. it in the fall. Okay. Okay. I will give it, it a chance. It has been some weeks. I will give it a chance. They would have been listening to us complaining about that around True. the time that they were writing now. All right. So maybe, maybe they were like, oh, that did not land well. Mm-hmm. Let's fix that. Perhaps. I will wait. Because there's see. an opportunity there. It just was not taken. Yes. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And then... I don't know what day it was, but one of the days the headline you said was Heather. I feel like Heather is a better scam artist. Wednesday. Wednesday? Okay. Better not like it really matters. We don't go day by day. But no, still, but yeah. I know it was it made a, as a headline at one yeah. point. Heather is a better scammer than what she was doing with Esme. That was ridiculous. I am so disappointed that it did not work out the way that I said. I'm sorry. That was really good. It was that was really probably good. like one of my better. I agree. I agree. And then she said to Ryan, I've never had any time with her. I've never got to be around her. And she didn't recognize her when she saw. Mm. Yeah, that was sad. But I'm going back to, but what if, okay, but what if Esme just forgot who she was because she's forgetting everybody else. And now when she comes to, then it'll be true. But Heather is still trying to throw Ryan off with maybe that she's ever had any contact because she's truly terrified about the fact that he knows. I would prefer that. So maybe Heather is being motherly in her way, which is a very special way. <laughs> I would prefer the deceit to Ryan than what she said to him being the truth. Yes. But her way of smothering Esme with information and questions and telling her what to do with her baby, that was just weird. Mm-hmm. And I really don't feel that Heather would act like that. Yeah. And I'm sorry if, is that it for the hook? Like, is, I, I'm still holding out for, there's Somebody going else? to be a twist. There's yeah. going to be, because, okay, so her favorite guard, Deatrix, was fired for stealing. Shocking. And she said she could escape, but she didn't know how to get back in. Right. If, if that is truly the end of that storyline, that's very disappointing. Especially since we took out all those great people for no right. reason. And it was a great storyline. You're like, oh, we haven't had one of these since the text message killer. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that was the last. Right. Because you knew when Mary Pack got killed and all that, what was going on. Right. We knew it was Ryan. So the text message killer was the first time that we Like the really last had... who done it. 
Yeah. Oh, that would have been unfortunately great for Maxi and Spinelli to talk about. Mm. Oh, this reminds us of. Mm-hmm. And then kind of reference Georgie. Right. Her sister. And and their past and how they hung out together after yeah. that and grew to love each other. And then they could share a kiss and I would be so happy. Maybe a lingering moment. Not so much a kiss yet. They need to take it slow. They need to rebuild. I'm not good with that. You their that. friendship. <laughs> they need to rebuild their friendship. Ellie has already basically given him her blessing, though. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of the kids, like for the sake of Georgie, especially. Right. They need to take it slow. Make sure this is what they actually want. I agree. That wasn't even anywhere in the show this week. I'm like looking. (laughs) I'm like, um, I don't think Maxie or Spinelli were even on this week. Mm -mm. Absolutely not. (sighs) And then Victor visited Esme. You can call me Uncle Uncle Victor. Yeah. Oh, so gross. Oh, darn it. I even had this as... A reminder on my phone, and I didn't do it. Is Springbridge the right place for her to be? That's the minimum security one. But she needs real mental health care, and I don't think that's Springbridge. Mm-mm. She should be at, like, Turningwood, which mm-hmm. is a more... But, but or, I don't... or is that the park? That's where Mike went, right? Never mind. Turningwood's where Mike went. And that's more the dementia. Right. Okay, so then she should not be there. She should go to where Liz went. Shady Brook. Yeah. Okay. Where she will receive mental health treatment because, I'm sorry, amnesia is. Maybe. This is like a little far-fetched because from what we've heard of the jailing systems, they're not the best. But maybe they have a therapist come in, which would make sense because Esme was doing her shadowing or whatever you want to call it when she was trying to connect with ryan yeah oh so but have it be a supervised visit then not here's where you're staying i don't know because she's going to recognize ryan because she recognized kevin yes and kevin straight up said you know my brother ryan Mm -hmm. so she's remembering that when she sees ryan she's gonna go oh you're ryan yeah and he's gonna go yes daughter and she'll be like, Daddy! Oh, God. If that's the first word <laughs> that she says after she gets her memory back, I'm going to be so mad. Yeah. No. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. No. But Heather forewarned her, stay away from Ryan. He's a special kind of cray. hmm I loved that Laura visited her, though. And told her that she is the grandmother because she is one way or another. And Esme is very confused because she's like, you said grandma, but wouldn't that make you great grandma? Yep. And she's, she basically set straight exactly mm-hmm. everything for her. But Laura's just so kind. <laughs> I love <clears throat> the fact that they're showing her trying to get to the bottom of it, but not pressuring Esme for answers. The way that some of the police officers yes. are trying to do. Oh, and that was a big upset, too. Laura didn't recognize the ornament. I was so mad. That was an excellent idea that you had. So yes. we were both. Yes. Both of our great ideas need to be revisited. She, like, gave a hint of it when she's like, oh, let's hand paint it. I'm like, yes, go right. say right. it. And then she handed I had one on my tree when I was being held captive by Stavros. 
Right. <sighs> oh my gosh, could he be frozen again in the basement? <laughs> no. With Helena? No. And Stefan has been alive this whole time? No. Keeping them all company? <laughs> no. And Catherine Bell's there too. Cody, here's your mom. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not Dominique, but it's the woman who basically raised you. Yeah. Or the family that basically raised you. <laughs> Rewrite done. There you go. Okay. Where did. Oh, and then I had Liz and Nicholas were in the chapel talking about the outcome of her blackouts. Like, she really didn't tell him and any of that. It just shows how selfish he is because he kind of said, so I hope your stuff, like, resolved itself. And she's, no, actually it didn't. I just didn't bother to fill you in because we've been waiting to see if we were going to get arrested yet. And then she tells him about right. everything. So dumb. Like, we're, we both go through stuff. And I feel like we do, like, quick check-in. And it's like, anything you want to talk about? Nope, cool, let's go. Yeah, and if we were in cahoots hiding someone. Right, we might want to be. I would think we'd talk a little more about what else is going on in your life to yeah. make sure that you don't crack under the pressure. True, but that okay. is a true, true point. Yeah. And then we have Spencer meeting with Diane and she's very confused also because he says I want custody and she says that shouldn't be too difficult of your child and he's like no yeah, but no. what about of a sibling and she's huh who what right <laughs> I just love her she said that's what everyone likes about me my my bluntness or my boldness what did she say it was something something along yeah. those lines and I'll tell it to you straight. Your chances aren't great, but I will help you. I can't help you lie, though. So don't tell me you think you're she the father. She will not be party to fraud. Yes. Don't tell me you're the father if you don't think that you're the father. So then he goes to Ava and says, let's all pretend like I might be the father. Right. And he's, she says, you have to tell Trina. Ooh. Ava being surprised that Spencer wants custody of his sibling. Mm-hmm. When Michael did the same exact thing to her daughter. Yep. I mean, not saying, but it's just like, it's not out of the realm of possibility. The, the way that she reacted to it was like, that'll never happen. Yeah. And it's like, but Ava, yeah. it happened. Right, right. To I've, you. I've never heard of that before. Oh, yeah, that's right. Michael had my daughter for the first six months. After Nina forced me to have her. <sighs> Who's now my BFF. <clears throat> oh. You just want to stick on Ava real quick? Sure. So when she was talking with... Austin. Yes. And she's like, is there anything that you can just like tear up my heart and just like have it be gone? They're not going to have them hook up, are they? Oh. That'd be interesting. <gasps> what if Olivia Jerome is... Oh my gosh. What if Olivia Jerome is the boss? Then you'd be very happy. Our buddy Ashley would be very happy. She would. And I'm just going to say there is a chance that she may have written that into us at one point. That would be great. And if she did not, if you did, it was Ashley's idea. If you did not, what do you think? <laughs> just cover all bases. Well, I don't like taking credit no, for somebody else's. Else's, someone else's. I know. As soon as I said it, I was like, wait a second. Did somebody tell us that before? Because that would be something that she may that have would said. Be really, I agree. But then that would be Ava would partner up with Austin against Olivia. All right, I'm not against it. Because I am over this whole Mason thing. You can find that storyline. We have not gotten anywhere. I don't care. No, it just keeps dragging on every couple weeks. Because you're supposed to treat that patient. I don't want to treat that ooh, patient. Ooh. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. 
I don't think treating patient means helping them. I think it means he's expecting him to be Dr. Death. Yes. Yes. And he's like, my job is to help people. That's what I'm going to do. And then Austin says that he can recommend a plastic surgeon to her. She has a plastic surgeon. She does. That fixed her face. But maybe she doesn't need that level. Because remember, fix your face, dude, she paid a high price for, which was where the whole lying about Nicholas and all that stuff yeah. came in. So maybe she doesn't need to use that level of you plastic You would still probably surgeon. go to the plastic surgeon you liked for a referral. I don't feel like he's that kind of plastic surgeon. I feel like he's shady. And oh, you no. think it was like a under the table? Yes. Okay. I gotcha. He had the secret formula, but no one else does. And he doesn't practice normal plastic surgery. I'm really concerned about that. But we do not have to get into what abnormal plastic surgery would be. I don't know. No, I'm but no, saying, no, no. I know what you mean. Because she was doing like, it on the lowdown. She wasn't. Yeah. I'm not saying all are bad or all are not bad. But you hear about people going to get plastic surgery in other countries because it's cheaper. Right. right some right, of right. those procedures are perfect. Some of those procedures are total hack jobs. Yes. And there's no way to prosecute those doctors because the way it was came about was right. all sketchy. Right. I feel like the doctor that did Ava's face is a sketchy doctor. So he's not going to come into did the a hospital great job, though. and look at your wound and be like, oh, here, this is how we patch that back up. He did do a great job. I just don't know that you go to the sketchy doctor for things that your insurance probably covers. Right. See, there you go. Even I have not Ava checked my coverage lately. Right. We should call the insurance agent and ask like, right now. I was hooked. Straight through the tummy. <laughs> is that just regular reconstruction or is there a way to work a free tummy tuck in there? Because <gasps> I'd like to know. Ooh. Almost motivation enough. <laughs> no, because you don't know what organs you can and can't hit. True. Like that's a very aggressive. Oh, okay. Unplanned activity. <laughs> oh. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> Not even for a free tummy tuck. No. <laughs> Back to Willow. Chase is shocked that his ex-girlfriend, who is pregnant with a man that she cheated on him with baby, didn't tell him that she has leukemia. Right? It's not like we see them being friends still. Nope. But Sasha went to go visit her. That was That nice. was very that was nice. very nice because she did seem to be the one that would understand the most. Willow's line of thought with trying to keep the baby safe. And then she even got to make the joke about how they're kind of sort of sisters, even though they're not. I was very, so Michael told Chase about Nina and Willow and said, Nina wants the things, wants things, but doesn't want to earn them, which is a very blanket statement in many situations in the show right now. Yes. I so badly wanted him to at one point say, why does every woman I love die? Isn't Even Joss kind of alluded to it when she was talking to Dex. Like, Michael's had a lot of loss in his life, but this is the first time he's really been in love. I don't know that I agree with that. Right. But she said that, right? Like, she this, did. Is, this is the first time he's had true love. No, this is like his third fiance to die. Yeah. Sorry, I know she's not dead yet. She's not going to die. It is a pattern. She's not she's gonna going die. to. She's not going to die. Yeah. She's going to die. She's not going to die. 
It's a 50-50 shot. No. Yes, it is. No. Statistically, it's either dead or not dead. No. That's how we live every day. This is not how I live every day. The answer is no. Statistically, though. <laughs> That is how it happened. I'm not a math person like you. I don't do statistics and percentages. You could die. The answer is no. At any time today. And the answer to that is also no. You don't know that. I I am establishing that. The answer is no. Not your call. You don't know what I have planned for. <laughs> Did everyone hear Shannon threaten me so that we have this on tape? If I suddenly go missing, I'm not here the next couple episodes. Someone send help, please. <laughs> she has a very nice garden. I'm not sure what's planted in it. I do not have a nice garden. <laughs> I'm working on it. This house has been a struggle to get. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> but anyway, I think that that's all about all of that. Oh, no. Victor and Nicholas discussing his divorce and pregnant mistress and is telling him to sign. Yeah. That and Ava's getting Windermere. Nicholas is like, yeah, no, I'm not sure why you and Ava were discussing our divorce, but that's not happening. Uh, yeah, it is. It'll be so good I when I cannot it does. wait. I cannot wait. All right. So now that Shannon's threatened me and yes. Windermere is going to never Ava. I would never hurt you. The only thing left. Ooh, no. I had a thought about Joss. Oh, no. Thought she was taking back her I'll never hurt you statement. I take that back. I would never hurt you. Oh no, you were yeah. saying that I was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. What about Joss? She is Robin and Carly combined. Oh yeah. Her telling Dex how she wants him out and blah 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 mm-hmm. is mirror Robin. Yes. She's gonna get her wish in six months, according to him. Yeah. And then I'll tell her everything. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see if that Put happens. That six month calendar in your phone, Joss. And then before we get to the end of Joss, Marshall, I think is the only thing that we missed. He's refusing still to get that testing and he raised his voice at Portia. <sighs> and I don't understand why. I know he tried to explain it as like I don't the like psychological they, thing. Yeah. Could you imagine living your entire life making the decision to leave your family and to make all those choices and everything that he said? I'm like, as a doctor. Portia should have known that what she was going to say, they should have been saying, like, with a therapist there to process. Because he called her out on that, too. He was like, but you're not a psychiatrist. But that is, if that's truly, we all know that's not her true motive. We all know that. Yes. But she does have the backup to it. She does. She She does. does. But that is a very, you are telling this man He's taken you pills just, for years. He's avoided circumstances for years. He right. left his family all for a disease all that, that he pain. does not have. Right. Mm-hmm. That is not a couch at home conversation. Right. That is bring Kevin over for a glass of wine and let's talk. And I agree. I agree that it should have been done differently, but I also agree with I know she has the selfish motivation of just wants to double check that Trina is not going to have these diseases, this disease or any other disease, but she is looking out for him in his best interest. Why are you going to continue living like this if you don't have to? You could perform at our wedding, again, kind of a selfish reason, but it's more for Curtis. And you could do all these other things without having to worry that you're going to freak out based on a condition that you don't have. 
I also want to point out, though, a lot of the things that they are saying are said to people who truly do have neurological disorders, and that is why they stop treatment. Right. And that is a problem. I had a problem. I just had a problem with the entire conversation, the way that it was done. Mm-hmm. Because even if she really wanted to plea with him, she's a professional. She should know At the very how least, to do it. She should have had Curtis there for the whole conversation as a support person for him. Right. Because I know they get along, they kinda, but she's a stranger. She, so. I felt like she came across as more attacking him. Mm-hmm. And not from care. Right. Eventually, it turned into care. Well, and that's but it wasn't care for Marshall. It was care for yes, Curtis's child. But Can and we maybe just part that of that out too. I know, seriously, because that was ridiculous. Also, Taggart shows up, and then Curtis says, "You better watch what you say to Trina because you know how teenagers are. If you tell them that they can't do something, or young adults are, you tell them they can't do something." Then they want to do it 10 times more and Taggart instantly gets defensive and is like, I'm her father. You're not her father. And right. then we show Portia for that second with that, oh no, look. Right. And then they move on to something else. Can we just have it get out there for right. goodness sake? But yeah, I don't know. I it, I agree with you. It I was, left with a yucky feeling. I think that they could have done it differently because yeah, people get told. My favorite is when people who have... uh neurological disorders are told that it's all in their head it's like yeah it's not in my foot <laughs> you know it's people try to say oh your depression and anxiety is from what you're eating no mine's trauma induced so thanks mm-hmm. like it's and i know this is going to make you sad because it makes us all sad <gasps> but at this point in the storyline of how gh has run we have not said anything about epiphany yes so they could have even still written it in there depending on when they taped it or whatever she was mentioned as someone who would be there for him right so maybe i'm assuming that that means that she was still with us at that point in time why wasn't she called over for part of that right now your nurse girlfriend yeah doctor Doctor girlfriend girlfriend. because she will be a doctor and that would have been a good way to tell us that she was a doctor or that she passed the whatever test and so she should have came in and been like you know, Portia's right. There's so many new advances and whether you want to do it or don't want to do it, I'm your girlfriend. I'll stand by your side. And they could have had a nice open conversation about it. We would have got our answer to if she passed or not, which I'm sure she did. And then gone on from there. Yeah. Yeah. That would also be a good way to show him that he does not have the disorder because when they do have to finally announce that she passed away, when he doesn't freak out the way that they would expect him to, if he had the mental health issues, boom. I hear what you're saying. Like I'm, I'm processing it. I was going to say she has, I don't like that face. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I guess I'm just more disappointed given how good the show is whenever it comes to Right, they do such stuff a, a lot, job and I feel like they're being stuff. super dismissive on this one. Yeah, and okay, it, it is a callback to how horrible, how how mental health treatment has changed drastically since. I mean, we've already started that conversation with Marshall and everything, but if they just have it go to where he has no problems, he has some. There has to be something that has I mean, just been like more, to me, like he has, and I don't mean to say regular to downplay it because that's not at all how I mean it, but regular. Depression and anxiety. Yeah. Which is not an easy 
mental health could also explain why his meds have been working though too right not an easy mental health issues to deal with by any means but still a totally different situation than schizophrenia yeah and well, yeah, I mean, there's days where I could be, down. I'll be totally fine. And then something happens that just like, right. And it's, I could not even be thinking about the thing, but if it reminds me of a certain time, I have the same reaction and there's, it's not fun. Exactly. Not trying to downplay any of it. Cause we've all talked about our issues, our children's issues, whatever. And so totally on board with all mental health being respected and dealt with how it should be. This was not the way. Exactly. In Marshall's case, this was not right. So hopefully they correct it this week. And then I think I really do feel like they've been completely dismissive of it. Like, I didn't really think about that until I just said it. It's never brought up until they're having this conversation because Portia wants to know the truth. Right. But they've been super dismissive of his, except for that one time that he and Curtis had that great conversation. Yeah. Which I really liked. Yep. Okay. (sighs) So I think we're on to Joss and Dex in the bedroom. Busted. With a candlestick? No. <laughs> I felt bad. You knew it was Poor coming. Cam. I felt bad for all of them because Joss was not intending to hurt him like that or for him to find out that way. Yeah. And he's this is why she should have just told him. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for Dex, too, because I don't feel like he's had any idea what she has said to him. Exactly. So, I I mean, I don't think that he is obviously going to be like, hey, man, what's going on? Thinking that they're okay. No, but I don't think that he he doesn't realize how much of the other man he actually was. No. And that's going to be hard for him to process because I don't feel like he's that kind of guy. Yeah. But, yeah, this conversation is definitely going to happen then this week because Cam's standing at the door as she's in a robe. And Dex is in his jeans. Did he pull on jeans? Shorts. Something. He was topless. He was not wearing a shirt. True. It was very obvious that they were not just studying. Mm Mm-hmm. Well. So, sorry, Cam. Your heart is broken. Oh, it's going to break so much more. Mm. All right. So let's go into our fun stuff. Reality check. When do you have fun? I did have fun this week, actually. Oh, all right. What's up? First, after being talked into it many, many times by a friend of mine, I had a professional cleaner come over on Tuesday and just do like everything. (laughs) Nice. Which was, it was nice. It was awkward because I wound up having a lot of work to do at home. Mm -hmm. Well, that I could do at home, but I was like, I'm not going to go for the first time here. I was like, what if they have questions? Yeah. So I did not like that. Cause I was like, you guys are cleaning my house and they're like, but you're working. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't work from home, you would be at an office doing the same thing. Yeah. And you would not be able to do this. And I'm like, okay, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. I, they were, they were like therapists. We always joke in real <laughs> estate that we're like therapists a lot of the time with yeah. a house. They really were because I felt so bad. And they're like, stop. I'm like, okay. (laughs) But they did a great job. I don't know. I'm curious to see how long it lasts, how long the family kind of works on maintaining Ah. before I go ahead and Uh schedule regular 
I got it. Cleaning. Like, can they maintain it that this can only be a once a month thing or every three days? (laughs) No. And then I did something for the first time that I've been wanting to do for a while. I did a saltwater float tank. I want to do that, but I don't know that I would be okay. Are you claustrophobic? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Like, yes, if I'm super confined, I don't know. That might be big enough that I wouldn't be. Okay. So I am five, six. Okay. And lengthwise, mm-hmm. I could put my arms completely above my head. Okay. And I I might, because you know me, <laughs> I needed to know how big the tank was. Uh-huh. So first of all, okay. So the first thing they have you do is change into a robe. They have cho- or a robe and flip-flops for you. You go sit in, they said it was an inversion table. It was a zero gravity chair. That was probably the only thing that I was just like, what? That's not an inversion table. I have zero gravity chairs on my deck. Like, it's still a nice relaxing thing. Yes. But you sit in there for 10 minutes and then you go take a shower. So I had my own private shower and then I immediately went into the pod. Okay. So it was no walking in between anything once I was in that room. Okay. And everything was guided by lights. So like I knew when the green light came on in the relaxing room, then I moved into the shower while whatever was going on, like prepping for the, yeah. And the point of the shower is to remove like all the dirts and oils from your day. Right. And then you go into the pod and you can choose to either have, and I don't know if all are like this, but this is how this one was. Uh-huh. You can choose either to have the lights on or off music or silent. And then you can also control the volume of the. Okay. Are you just in your bathing suit or naked? So you have the option of either using a bathing suit or if you want to be more free of birthday outside sensory because it's a sensory deprivation tank okay if you want to be removing an extra sensory layer you would do that okay then you go into the pod and it's only up to maybe like below your knee but maybe not completely your shins right so it's not like my pool okay okay so i would i laid there and i was like okay how big is this thing and so i put my arms like completely above my head and i scooted myself down to the bottom of it and if i like kind of gently shot myself back back yeah it took me about six seconds okay to get there (laughs) i didn't have a measurement tool to measure how fast i was going oh my god but it was definitely a slow it was like a slow float and then i could starfish okay i could put my arms out completely to the side i had to force it but i could be flat palmed okay so it wasn't like I felt like I was cramping flat palmed. It was like, okay, if I really, really try, I can be flat palmed. Okay. So that's how big it was. Okay. (laughs) But that's how big the single was. So my friend that I went with does have slight claustrophobia. She wasn't sure how she was going to react. They did have a double tank. Okay. They have couples floats. Oh, nice. So she had the double tank and she only lasted about 15 minutes. I lasted the whole hour because I thought you were supposed to do the whole hour. I didn't. Right. I had done the whole time. I was fine. I got a little antsy kind of towards the end. I was like, all right, did I miss something? And then it's a very gentle voice that says, your time is over. Please exit and, you know, go to the shower. And they provide like the shampoo and everything for you to kind of like really scrub down because you have a, a film on you after yeah being in a ton of salt water. But I started off with like a low light and low sa- or high sound. And then I turned the sound down and turned off the lights. Okay. And it was nice. It was really, really nice. I might have to try it. The place that I went has an intro- introductory package of two floats for $69. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So. It was cool. 
Did you feel better? Like, oh, I felt great. And I did it at night. So then I okay. came home and went to bed. Oh, nice. oh it was so nice. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. You're so I can't wait for my second one. Things. I was going to say, I like trying these things. Yeah. So if I don't like it, I don't like it. But if I liked it, I would totally, I've been curious about it for years. Mm-hmm. So it was fun. It's not like the egg pod. Okay. It's, it's kind of like there's a wall and then the hatch door. And then you walk into the room and it's like a big room. But then the tub part is like immediately what you walk into. Okay. So no windows, nothing like that. Yeah. And then they have a little meditation lounge that when you're done, you can get some tea, you can get some water. It was later in the evening. So we just kind of grabbed a water and slowly made our way upstairs to leave. Mm -hmm. But you can sit and relax for however long you want afterwards. So next time I think I'm going to go during the day and spend more time. Relaxing. Between, yeah, there and leaving. So, yeah, huh. very cool. If you ever want to go, let me know. I'll go again. All right. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have anything that exciting. Um, yeah, my life is so. Well, I mean, I'm not complaining. So boring at the moment. We're getting ready for dance competitions and all that. So a bunch of running her to and from dance. And um, yesterday I went and had breakfast with my son and his girlfriend and my brother Mm -hmm. and his girlfriend and me, Ryan and Madeline. So that was nice. Like all of us to get together and hang out and whatever. Where'd you go? G&G's in Vandergrift. Okay. So. Yeah. I just like to know where people go. That was, they had never been. None of the four of them had ever been. I've never been there. Oh, we'll have to go. We have to make Okay. So the Let's trick is it. that you get enough people to go that you can call and make a reservation. Okay. Because if you only have like two or three people, then you, you can't. Can't. Yes. And so you have to just put your name down as you walk in. And sometimes it's a very long wait. But it's super good. It was rated best burger, best breakfast, best all around diner or whatever in those, mm. you know, the weekly like the, paper yeah. things So for last year. So cool. Yeah, yummy food, and I just love any time that I get to hang out with my son because I think it's cool that he still wants to hang out with me. So yes, I think about that a lot because my kids we we like doing stuff together as a family. Like yeah. they go out and do stuff. He goes out and does stuff with his friends or whatever. But he actually likes, you know, when we go hiking. It's not oh, I'd rather go out with my friends. It's, yeah, he'll go hiking. You know, he's like, oh yeah, let's go do that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's how it is still and you're very close with your family though too so you yes i am very close with my family i did not um friday night we went over to my mom's to play cards and right him already yeah him and his girlfriend showed up for that too we played uh madeline was there so we played disney family feud together and whatever so yeah my whole family is very close i'm just glad you know he is continuing and he's not like bye yeah yeah at 24 with no kids, almost 25, a stable girlfriend. They And they have plenty of friend time, which I think is what I like the other side. It's not right. like he's excluding himself from friend time to hang with us. Right. He went to the gym with his friend yesterday morning. I told you at Thanksgiving, they did like a Friendsgiving right, and right. all that kind of stuff. So he just has a very good balance. I'm kind of jealous of, but glad that he still makes time for me. So, and Madeline. You'll and, get that day back one day. Madeline and him like love each other. Which there is, is something special between the the big and the little yeah the little little when there's multiple in between yeah yeah so it, it's just cute to see them interact so yeah. i don't know i'm a dork when it comes to my kids it's just how it is it happens 
kind of like them. Yeah. That's that. So join us on Thursday as we continue the Brad and Brit friendship. Part two. I feel like we need a different word for friendship with them. They were soulmates. Okay. I was going to say the scandals of Brad and Brit. Oh. <laughs> See, I feel like they were soulmates. They were. I agree. So, all right. Well, have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.